Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And in case you didn't know it, today is Thanksgiving. I'm Chuck. And I'm Lou. Better look at the two old farts. I don't give a shit. He, he, yeah. he, he can say he is. We know it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. I call all my buddies. They all agree with me. You call guys to tell, have them tell you you're the best looking? That's right. You don't think I'm going to call the girls, see? Uh, yeah, that's that, that's what counts. <laughs> they would they would tell me, yeah, you're an old fart, you're an old man. I'm running drinking Gatorade, get a little dehydrated after and all that. And I'm drinking tea, drinking all that whiskey while cooking a turkey in the deep fat fryer. Not paying attention to what you're doing. I was, <clears throat> but you let the tail end of the bird come out. What am I supposed to do? Push it down with my hand? Yeah. That, that grease 300 degrees, old man. That grease is hot. Good job. I don't eat turkey, but it looked pretty good. Yeah, I just wish I'd let it rest a little bit, but everybody was so dang hungry. <laughs> well, you got started late. We did. We got time ran. Time got away from us on Thanksgiving, yeah. like it does on everybody. How, how, how was y'all's Thanksgiving? Was everything on time and ready, or... Was hope, it a little bit late? I hope everybody had a great one. I'm sure they did. I know some of the messages I got on Facebook and so forth, everybody's having a good time, and that's great. That's what it's all about, family. But nobody gives us any messages on Facebook because probably nobody listens. That's I don't true. know where those 1,700 people came from. <laughs> but I hope you come back. I hope you all come back, yeah, because we're back down to like one or two, three, nice, four a day. It's nice to look at that big old spike. Yeah, it was, like, it was like, it was like, yeah. Then it goes like one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Maybe ten if we're on a good day. Oh man. So what's been going on? Since since, since Sunday? No, nothing. No, no concert. I went to work Monday and that was it. Oh man. You're Judas right. Priest played last night and the day before, but you didn't want to go, you chicken. Did you go? No, I already saw him. Then why are you complaining about me? Because you said you wanted to go see him, and then the very next day you're like uh, I don't want to go see Judas Priest. Uh. Nah, I'd probably be out of my league. I'd shake my shit. I know. They just got into the Hall of Fame. Good. With Dolly Parton. I know. But they're letting everybody in the Hall of Fame now. I have no idea. We need letting everybody in. Judas Priest has been doing it for over 50 years. <laughs> I was watching it a while ago with, with uh, your sister. I said, what show is that? She said, Hall of Fame, Dad. <laughs> I said, Okay, so who's that guy, that girl singing? I don't know why they were there. Was it Pink? No. Carly Simon? No. The girl from the Eurythmics? Yes. Annie Lennox? Yeah. That girl can sing. Yeah, she can sing, but I have no idea who. She's only been doing it since the early 80s. But she had like three or four sets, it sound like. I mean, she just went on and on and on. She had three or four what? Like songs, yeah, those yeah. are yeah, those are called songs, Dad. Yeah, so the old fart. <laughs> but no, I ain't done shit since Sunday. I, I no, I take that back. I've been eating a lot of that damn pie. Brendan and I finished off a whole damn pie this week. <laughs> Which one did you? That German chocolate? Uh, no, what German chocolate? Yeah, it was German chocolate. Yeah. We got two of those, so we got another one. Man, we finished off that whole damn pie this week, and then I started on the coconut cream last night. Oh, did you say something for me? Yeah, I said I, I started on it. I didn't finish it. <laughs> those pies, those are egg hey, people. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all have got to go to the Blue Bonnet Cafe and get you some of them pies. They were good. 
And was it the Bear King? Is that where we ate? The Bear King, yeah. Yeah, go across the street there and try them out too. Get you, get you a beer? Yep. Good food, good service. Hospitality, I was, wasn't surprised, but it's nice you know, to have the, the type of hospitality that, that you like to see and stuff like that, especially uh, sometimes with breweries, you, they may not have the staff and, and stuff, but they're well staffed and uh, mm -hmm. really a nice facility. It really is nice. So Them and Gather are pretty nice. Yeah. So what's the name of the other one? We, uh, other whiskey that's still we're going to go visit? Milam and Green. Okay. Or Milam and Green, however it's pronounced. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, please let us know. Milam and Green or Milam and Green? We're going to make a trip up there for yeah, some. Go check that out. What, what kind of whiskey was that you were sipping a while ago? Uh, the last one was Red Handed. Okay. And the one before that was a. Uh, uh, don't make me lie. Buffalo Trace. Okay. That Buffalo Trace was smooth, wasn't it? It was. It was pretty good. Yes, bu not Buffalo Trace good. Whiskey, whiskey. But that was pretty good. Well, that's your fault. I well, can't. I can only take you to the water. I can't make you drink. I, I like that shot of vodka. You know, there's more to life than just Schneiderbach. Yeah, well, we're in Texas, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> but there's more to life than just Schneiderbach. <laughs> What's that little that's from, uh, that I like? Uh, Ziegenbach? Yeah. Oh, Yingling. Yingling. Uh, Let me tell you, people, this man cannot pronounce Yingling <laughs> to save his life. He's been drinking it for at least 10 years and cannot pronounce uh, Yingling. That's a good beer. It is. It's the oldest brewery in America. Yep. That's what makes it good. No, what makes it good is that it tastes good. <laughs> Doesn't matter because it's old or new. Like a lot of things in life, just like Whataburger. Everybody will tell me, "Oh, it's not the same. It's not the same size." Well, it's yeah, it's the same size. It's still a five-inch bun. Still got the same amount of lettuce and tomato. But the but the meat has gotten wafer thin though. No, it's the same same size. That bun. I mean, same that meat looks a little bit thin. Same size. It looks a little bit thin to me. It's all about. But it tastes good though. It's all about memory and how you remember things. Oh man, we've been talking for all of what six minutes? Six and a half minutes, man. Have you tried the chili cheeseburger at, at Waterburger? You no. Go try it. I don't need all that fancy stuff. I just need I just need some meat and some cheese, man. I'll put a little chili on it. It's got some uh, chips on it. Uh, I don't need that mess. I put that kind of stuff on my hot dog, man. Yeah, make me a slaw dog. Right. Speaking oh, of slaw dog, right. Brendan and I made slaw dogs for dinner the other night. Did you? We put some chili and some uh, coleslaw. She made some coleslaw, yeah. All right. And some slaw dogs. Go back to Ben uh, Judy there to get some good slaw dogs. Mike and Ed's? Yeah, Mike and Ed's. And, uh, what was the other one? 14th Street? 14th Street. Oh, that, that, that thing ain't been around. That thing closed decades ago, didn't no, it? No, I think it's still open. I don't think so. Granny told me it was closed. Yeah, I think so. They told me it was closed. Let me go to the Googler. Keep us keep us occupied. I think 14th Street maybe still be around. But Mike and Ed's a good place to go get some barbecue if you down around Phoenix City, Auburn, Opelike in that area. What does it say? Looks like it's still open. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nope. Nope. Thanksgiving may affect these hours. Uh-uh. 
I guess it's still open. It's still open, 14th Street, you know. Granny told me it was closed. Well, that's probably because somebody told her that. It's a pretty simple operation. You gotta look at people who eat, people can't see it, but you need to go on to the Googler, type in 14th Street Grill, Phoenix City, and that's P E A P H E N I X, not F O F P H O E N. It's not it's not Phoenix, it's Phoenix. Phoenix. That lady still runs it. Just looks like just like I remember it. They had a little episode on her on down south here not too long ago where they were, you know, talking about different restaurants and they're doing some stuff on Fort Bend in the area and all the different restaurants around there. And you want you a good chili slaw dog? Go to 14th Street Grill. They show you how it's done. They yep. st they still got the pink weenies? Yep. And a half weenie at that. You know, they boil them weenies. <laughs> they don't grill them. They don't cook as you boil them. I'm serious. Those things are pink, people. They are pink hot dogs. <laughs> but they're good. They are good. Put a little coleslaw on it, a little chili, chili on it. A little sliced onion. And if you're lucky, they put a little of those... Uh, Crackers around the side, that makes it good. Crackers yeah. makes it good. <laughs> Listen to this country boy. Uh, <laughs> this guy gets excited over yeah. crackers. I had, uh, I had some chili and cornbread earlier this week. I, I love that stuff. Put a couple of jalapenos in and cook it. In the chili or the cornbread? In the chili. Not the cornbread? Yeah. It's alright to get cornbread, bro. Take about four or five slices. Oh, man, that hurt. Put it in my chili, heat it up, kind of cooks the, the uh, jalapenos in with the chili. You should put it in your cornbread too. And just get you some pickled jalapenos and just put one on each muffin. Okay, do you make it corn muffin style or do you make it as a. No, I'm cheap. I go to cornbread. I go to HEB and just buy one little slice of cornbread at a time. You don't make it by the box? No. I used to. I just got lazy here lately. What's your southern card? Right. I'm going to pull your southern card because you ain't southern no more. Your granny would be upset to hear me saying that. I know. Yeah. You kick that up in that iron skillet. Put yeah. it in that oven. Fry that okra. Oh, man. I'm getting tired. I'm getting sick, man. <laughs> that turkey, man. That turkey about knocking me out, man. That turkey, ham. That was a good dinner, huh? Mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole. Uh, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Got some rolls. Rolls, ham. What else do we have? That ham, you know what I'm saying? Go to HEB and buy ham. So I went to look at them. Yeah, all they had was like six pound ham. She said, I don't think that's big enough. So I go to another HEB. It's got the same kind of ham, same size ham. She said, Well, I said, just buy two. So I bought two. So then I get home. She said, I think one's enough. I said, Okay. Then Why didn't you take a picture of it? <laughs> she had already taken the picture and sent it to me. I said, no, what did yet? You know, I'm going to forget, so she's going to make, take a picture. So, nowadays when I go, if it ain't on her list, I don't buy it. Chicken shit. It ain't worth it. When you get home, 
Well, you put it on your list so I didn't get it. Chicken shit. <laughs> He's a chicken <laughs> shit. He's a coward. Now I learned the smart way from your grandpa, Charbonneau. He said, son, there are two words you need to know. Uh, yes, ma'am, and yes, ma'am. Well, is he right? <laughs> Speaking of that, guess who I got a happy Thanksgiving from today? It better not have been Grandpa Charbonneau. No, it was Uncle Joy. Really? Yeah. I sent him a, a message, just happy Thanksgiving. He answered it. I'm shocked. Well, I heard from uh, Peter and Kaylee. They sent me a Thanksgiving message yeah. this morning. I got one from you. Yeah, got one, one from Aunt Carolyn. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Yeah. I got uh, Eric said one. Okay. Yeah. I got Christian, which is doing good back then. Sherry. They don't like me. They didn't send me one. <laughs> well, maybe you need to send him one too. Nah. <laughs> but anyway, happy happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. Yeah, we got another holiday coming up here in a few weeks. Yeah, one month. We got Christmas. Yeah. Excited about that. Yeah, Uncle G's birthday's coming around on Christmas Day. Yeah. So, this is the best time of the year. He'd have been 76. Yep. So, yeah. Now, let's see. He's going 45, so. He'd be 77, right? Yeah, I guess. He'd be 77. I thought he was born 46. Uh, 45. Either. 15 months between me and him. So. He's a, he's a good old boy. He is. Yeah, he, he loves you too. Yeah. Never forget that I was digging in piss posts. <laughs> that boy don't know how to use hole diggers. <laughs> Well, I do know how to use it, just not effectively. No, you don't know how to use a hole digger. I was holding it right. I was pushing it into the dirt. But you wouldn't get no dirt. No, out. I wouldn't get no dirt. <laughs> but we're drinking beer and laughing and listening to so Johnny, Johnny yeah. Cash. Yeah. Watch you dig your holes. And I don't think I've ever laughed as hard or as long. All of us, we had tears coming out of our yeah, eyes. Yeah, that was one of the best times we ever had. Got that gate in there, though. I cannot do it. I cannot use a post What did he say? Come here, son. Let me show you how to do it. I thought he was full of shit. And they see you and him both were getting in there. I was like, where are you getting all that damn dirt? These guys were like 20 years older than me. And they were getting more dirt than me. I just know what you're doing. Got that old man strength. <laughs> uh, but that was a good old day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a good time. So Thanksgiving. Tell me about your... Thanksgiving when you were in Vietnam, 1965. I didn't have Thanksgiving in Vietnam. I went there in... Uh, when did you get there? In uh, October, November, just right, right after Thanksgiving. And I, was home, I think I was home for Thanksgiving, right shortly after that. When did you get back? August, uh, July, August. So you didn't do a whole year then? No, probably about 11 months. You know that's not 11 months. Yeah. December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Nine months, 10 months. Yeah, nine months is not 11 months. Yeah. I, I could have been gone for Thanksgiving. I don't think so. But I think you were. Uh, I can tell you one of my favorite Thanksgivings. We were in, in Japan on Thanksgiving Day. 
Played a football game. The score was 0 0. We played two overtimes. Still 0 0. Was that the Dolphins? Yep. And then uh, the uh, coach, the Marine captain, I think he was a captain, wanted to play another one. And I said, no, we already won. He said, no, you haven't. I said, yeah, I have. So your kids over there crying, and I was over there having a good time. A couple of those kids over there chasing bugs and stuff. I said, we're going home meet some turkey or ham. So we called it. All right. Actually, it was the Chiefs, wasn't the Dolphins? Kansas City Chiefs. Because we got beat that one. The Dolphins were undefeated. But the Chiefs, we lost that one game. They actually beat us early in the season. I think like 6 nothing, something like that. And we played them in the Super Bowl on Thanksgiving Day. Hmm. So. so you don't remember Thanksgiving in, in Vietnam? Yeah. What about Christmas? Yeah, I remember Christmas. It's not much of a Christmas when you're by yourself. What were you doing? <laughs> in the barracks in the daytime, walking a dog at night. Woof. That was my dog. That was my best buddy. Came out a good dog. What'd you have for dinner? Well, they had a chow, not much. They didn't have any turkey or ham? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember having any. I think we just, just regular food. You got to remember when I first got there, it was just starting to build up in, in Vietnam in 65. When Clay Coon, they had just opened that base up to, to the Air Force, so it wasn't much there. We didn't have any fish around. I remember RMK, the construction company, was there just uh, starting to build a fence and stuff and build some of the. So when we first started walking walking out of Primitive with the, with the dogs, we didn't have any kind of fence around the rice paddies and stuff like that. So we just got that by ourselves. Was it an Arvin Air Force Base? Yep. Uh, we had uh, the, uh, was the uh, little uh, pop jets. We had the uh, A1Es, Sky Raiders. A little bit later on, we got a few jets that came in and land and refuel and stuff like that. Were they F-4s? We, well, we only had A-1E station there, but we started, when they got the runway built, we started having refuelers come in after F-4s and stuff like that. They touched down. So they were refuelers? Refuelers, and take off again. One of, the, one of the more memorable events I remember is Major Bernard Fisher. He was the Air Force Medal of Honor winner. Uh, the day that he was, he actually won the Medal of Honor. I was working that day. Uh, it's kind of funny, you know. All the officers at the officers club, all the pilots, they off to one area and stuff like that. And they, some of us guys would go in there with them. They'd take some of us guys, the security police in there with them, and just covering bullshit and stuff like that. But he, they was laughing about. He went out on that mission, and his, his buddy got shot down. So. He was down in the, in the valley there, there was only one way in, one way out. So he flew in there and taxied down the runway, and then as he was turning that thing around, was headed out. His buddy come running out and hopped on the on the wings of it, and they just took off. You know, and on the way back in, they picked up some rifle fire. The guy was in a tree shooting at him. So they just circled around and dropped a landing gear on him. Out of the tree. <laughs> Out of the tree. Got rid of him pretty quick. <laughs> so, but that was pretty interesting. Yeah, so. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
you just did our thing like you did when you did your thing in in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and, and all the other folks. You know, you just do your job and try to come home. Yep, that's all you think about. So, so we gotta thank all of our veterans. <laughs> I remember. I don't remember what time of the year it was, but it was fairly early on in the deployment. So we got there in January, and this is in Bakuba in Iraq on five wars. It's probably around March, April time frame. And we're all standing in line to get into the chow hall. But way up close to the door, all of a sudden you hear a pop. It was a pistol round went off right there at the clearing barrel, some damn major. Didn't know how to clear his weapon. <laughs> yeah, when you clear it, you know, you're supposed to make sure it's empty before you squeeze the trigger. That's right. You know, make sure. That... I don't think he had dropped the magazine or something, but he fired off that damn 9mm in that damn clearing barrel. Just kind of dumb how people are. Like, when I was in Nebraska, we had a guy, and we had 38s. Well, you just open the cylinder, dump out your rounds, right? Like this guy, he just goes up there. Pilots it. Do some stupid stuff sometimes. Yeah, they had to change it from accidental discharge to negligent discharge. That way they could punish you. Yeah. Because how can you punish somebody for an accident? Exactly. So they changed it to negligent discharge. Yeah. So before we went, the brigade commander said it was going to be automatic field grade Article 15 for any negligent discharge. That was all fine, well, and good until that major did it. <laughs> the, the they, yeah, they changed real quick. There wasn't no more field grades after that. But I will say, the next convoy that I went out on, I saw him down there at the main gate making sure everybody <laughs> was clearing their weapons at the clearing barrel. They didn't give him one, but he got to make sure everybody he, he was up there making sure everybody else yeah. was clearing it right. And then they give us that. We had the morning carbines. We had to go back and change it around. But the thing is, that they never gave us a magazine to go in. And stuff. Did you, was that a 308 or 30-06, those M1s? Come on, old man. You don't remember? You remember this major's name from 1965, <laughs> but you can't tell me if it was a 308 or a 30 odd six. It was a 308. Okay. Uh, the old M1 car from World War II. You guys didn't have the uh, AR 15 yet? Nope. We got that later on. You got to remember when I went into the reserve police and it changed to security police, now security forces. You know, and, Name changes, but the job doesn't change. Yeah. And we carried 38, and shortly after I retired, or about the time I was retiring, they went to the, to the uh, 45s and blocks and stuff like that. Same thing. But I think the blocks came a little bit later. They didn't have the Glock. They had the uh, Beretta, the yeah. 90, the Beretta 92. Okay. 92F, I think. It was 9 mil. Yeah. That was a piece so, of shit. So, things changed. They might have gone to the 45 afterwards, the 1911. We had, we had, I think we had the 45s, and after that, they changed to whatever. Was that a 1911? I don't Yeah, it was 1911. Then uh, they started going, when they started Universal, where they, all the branches of the service carrying the same type of sidearm and stuff like that, which makes sense. Why would you have one carrying this and one carrying that? And when you get into a combat zone, it don't make sense. It was kind of like by the time everybody was wearing the BDU, you know, the only thing that was different was the color of the t-shirt. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So. 
what, your phone ring or something? No. Just okay. Never happened. <laughs> Girlfriend text you? <laughs> yeah. What's the name there? It said Ring. Ring. There's a person that you're from. <laughs> oh well. So what else do you do when you was in Iraq? Went on a lot of convoys to go fix broke stuff. <laughs> uh, upgrade router, uh, operating systems, fix broke equipment, just that that kind of stuff. And we'd have I'd either have to catch a ride on a convoy, catch a a helicopter ride, or we put together a three gun truck convoy and we'd roll out. I see, if you'd been in the airport, they got you a convoy or something like that. You would have to, maybe, yeah, I'd have gotten a hotel too, right? A hotel, yeah, would not sleep on the floor or a cot or something, yeah, slept in a bed like I did <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> I slept in a bed in my, in my uh, containerized housing unit or chew, as we call them, okay, had a bed. Made it out of wood. It was. <laughs> wasn't a cot, huh? No, it wasn't a cot. It was a, it was a, wood, it was a wood bed that somebody made. And uh, as the unit was leaving that we were replacing, um, I bought a ref little refrigerator from one of the guys, uh -huh. and a TV and a VCR. No, a DVD player. Like 75 for this, 50 for that. That was hot cotton. I wasn't high cotton, man. I had my own TV, I had my own DVD player, I had a little refrigerator. Brenda was sending me goodies in the mail. But I do remember this, and it's been a tradition ever since. For Christmas, uh, Brenda had sent me a, um, a waffle maker, one of those little, like the Foreman, George Foreman grill type looking things. She sent me that, and some of those... Um, Containers where it already had the uh, the powder in it. You just had to add the water and shake it. Yeah. She sent me a bunch of those and some syrup. And I for Christmas, I made waffles for uh, all my guys at work. Right. And good. I've been making waffles for Christmas yeah. ever since. That's, that's, that's my that's my yes, Christmas she, tradition that Brenda started. Making waffles on Christmas. Yeah, she stuck with you. She still... She stuck with me, yeah. <laughs> We're lucky, right? Yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> we both are. Uh, Sometimes I'm not sure how much we appreciate our spouse and nope. significant others. And on a lot of my trips that I went on, I always seemed to go with um, Jason Dunn. He was a brand new W1 warrant officer, fresh right. out of school. Just before we left, he had graduated. And uh, he just retired from the Army this past year as a CW5. Oh, wow. He went from one to five. That's pretty good. Yeah, his last assignment was at the White House Communications Agency. Well, you were a four life when you graduated. I was a four, but to tell you how small the world is, so he's Army. The commander of the White House Communications Agency right now is Colonel Joy Kayser. I knew her when she was the vice commander for the 67th Cyber Operations Group when I was at the 91st Cyber Operations Squadron. And where was this at? It's right here on, okay. uh, on Lackland. Okay. She went over to be the vice after she was commander of the 33rd, which is where I work. So she was the commander of the 33rd, then the vice group commander. That's where I met her. Now she's the commander for White House Communications Agency. So all of the, the president's communications, while he's on the road, wherever he goes. Goes through her. Yep, goes to her and White House. Well, that's where Jason Dunn was working when he retired. So he knows her. So that's how small. I'm Army, she's Air Force, he's Army, and we both know her. We both work for her. 
That's how small the world really is, people. And that's happened really kind of about the Vietnam area time and just shortly after that where services got more close together and started working together. It makes sense. You send an airplane up and you need some help, but you got to go to an Army guy who's got to go to an Air Force guy who's got to go to another Air Force guy for it to come in and help you. It don't make sense. No, it don't make sense. Yeah, but so that's the way it was. But just that was just to, just to let you know how small the world it is and some of the people that you first meet, you, you, yeah. yeah, you just never lose track or sight of them. They're yeah. always, always around. Yeah, and you don't know where their career is going to take them. Nope. But he yeah. retired right here in San Antonio, yeah. too. I need to see him. So let's get to you. He works for, I can't remember the name of the company. But Jason, if you're listening, you're supposed to help me finish the paperwork for our uh, combat action badge. The day, the day we were leaving, we got mortared. <laughs> the day we were leaving, they they walked the, the bad guys walked in some mortars on us, and they got really close too. Yeah. So he's going to help me put in our combat action badge paperwork, but we just haven't done it yet. You want to hear a story about the first time we got mortared? Sure. I had a case of diarrhea. Oh man, <laughs> it was bad. So nobody gonna come out and let you go to the bathroom. No, nope, them you don't care. So just go find a place. Drop down, boom, boom, boom. Cured the diarrhea pretty quick. <laughs> it's, it was all over. <laughs> Snatched it right up, didn't you? Yeah, you grab that helmet and start putting it on, and you're buckling your pants, and come on, work. Look for me. <laughs> you start talking, you start, yeah, ended that diarrhea pretty quick. <laughs> strange how you remember some, some things. Yep, it is strange. But those, those are good times you have with your buddies. And even though you're in a, in a bad place, you still have some good times and make some good friends. Yeah, you got to find your good times where you can. Yep. So, well, guess yeah. what? What does that say right there? I don't know. I can't see. It says about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You know what that means? That means it's Carolyn. It's time and Carolyn, we got we to gotta <laughs> wrap it up. We, we done rambled on yeah. too long. Yep. She better be listening. I know. You better listen. I'm going to call her more. And you better tell your friends to listen, too, so we can have, like, maybe 10 or 12 yeah. downloads a day instead of one or two. I'm going to have to text Chrissy and... Uh, yeah. They need to listen. She sent us a picture of the day. Her daughter's wrestling on the wrestling team there in Auburn. Well, I hope she'd be wrestling yeah. on the wrestling team. And what? She could be somewhere else wrestling. <laughs> WWE. Who knows? Right? Exactly. Yeah, she looked pretty good. Uh, she won a match. Yeah, so that's pretty good. It is. So, well, all right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, a, it won't be too long before we do this again. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. We love all you guys. We do. We really do love you. We're very thankful for you, and uh, we hope we can continue to be here for you. But we do want to hear from you at the two old farts at outlook.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just go to Google, type in the two old farts podcast. And we'll pop up. I guarantee it. Yep. Or you look for me on Facebook and send us a word. All right. Y'all yep. take care. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.